everybody, welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am Blue, that is Brad. Today we bleh, bleh. <laughs> nearly got through it. <laughs> so first you screw up the outro last week and now you're back to screwing up the intro. Well, at least it's it's one on either side, right? So I mean it's the the week middle bit as opposed to the episode middle bit, but you know, it's it's yeah, a sandwich we, now. We... We were going so strong. We were. We were like, doing well. We were fine up until last week. The whole new year, everything was great. We were doing so well. Yeah. Well, at least we can chill out this week, because we are going to be discussing Laid Back Camp, which is super chill, so we can chill out, relax, try and get our marbles back together again. I'll try and get some marbles, because I don't think I had any to begin with. Uh, neither have I. I think that's why this friendship works so well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we, yeah, we're going to be discussing that. But before we get into that, I feel like it's time for some stories and weekly updates and, and fun bits of just chatting. So the only weekly update I have is fucking ReZero's latest episode. Okay. Broke me. Oh no. But it broke me without me knowing it broke me, if that makes sense. Okay. Have you ever watched something and just started crying without, like, the emotion setting in? Uh, yeah, I think so. Probably, when I'm emotional. So, I sat down and watched today's episode, and just, all of a sudden, a certain part happened, and I just felt tears running down my face. Like, no emotions or anything had hit me yet. It was just, like, tears. Oh. And then the longer the episode went on, it just turned into sobbing to where by the time it was over, I was just a sobbing mess. Oh, Like, no joke. I'm going to be surprised if something manages to rip ReZero from my anime of the year this year. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. We will have to see. Do we count anime movies in our anime of the year? Because if so, Demon Slayer might have a shot. Um... Demon Slayer might have a shot. Then again, I'm partially, I'm having to skirt around lines because I've read the manga, so I know what's going to happen. Right. Although it's going to be hard to argue it because I have a feeling anime of the year, you and I are going to have to argue over Mm -hmm. because it's going to turn into one of those. It's truly going to be personal opinion, but only one can win anime of the year. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be interesting Speaking of, I do have some Demon Slayer news to talk about whenever we oh. get to the news portion, and it is exciting. Oh, well, that In is... In the words of Senku from Dr. Stone, although recording today's episode is weird because I didn't get to watch an episode of Dr. Stone before we <laughs> recorded this one for one. No, no, we were recording this one early in the week. For us, anyways. I mean, no, we're back on schedule. We are, that's, honestly, that's it. Yeah, it is. We're back on schedule. Wednesday's supposed to be our scheduled recording day, it and is. it hasn't worked out at all this year. No, no. We should try and get back to it. Wednesday was a good recording day. I mean, it is. It's right in the middle of the week. It gives whoever's editing plenty of time to edit and get it done. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, do you want to know how stressed I was last week? Oh my God, yeah, I know. <laughs> I bet. I could bet. I feel like we've, we've all... Both of us have gotten to that point where we're editing an episode, like, hours before it has to go up. But I guess the thing about it is, is that we're so set in our editing systems now to where we can speed edit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just there are times, like, moments of it that's really tedious. Like, sometimes you have to load in a certain thing and it takes, like, five minutes to do so. And it's you're just sitting there because I'm just waiting for this thing to load. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird, because now I'll prop my feet up on my desk and, like, set my keyboard in my lap and just edit. Then whenever those points come of I have to do extra noise cancellation on your part or my part, I'm like, fucking hell, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I could take a nap and just doze while this happens. I know. I know. It's like if I'm reading, like, a, a, a book or something, because I quite often read while I edit, which sounds weird, mm-hmm. but it's not because of those breaks. And reading is really yeah. good because, like, I feel like in a movie or a TV show or something, you're less likely to want to pause it more often. But a book, you can, depending on the book, you can kind of, mm-hmm. like, pause more frequently, I feel like. I don't know. Just yeah. my opinion. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, I so I quite often have, like, a book on my desk and then I have to, like, noise cancel a bit or compress a bit or whatever I'm doing. And, uh, yeah. And so I'll just, like, read a page. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Other than that. Vacation's going well. I'm going to be spending the next few days out of town, so that's going to be fun. Nice. Get to go watch my cousin play in the state tournament. We'll see how that goes. Oh, what what is the 
thing, the tournament thing? Basketball. Ah! Yeah! A sport that is so incredibly foreign to me. And yet you love Kurokonobasuke. I do! I do! I love animal basket... Animal basket? Anime <laughs> basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Looney Tunes is right up your alley then, right? isn't it? Right, yeah. <laughs> Space Jam, that's Blue's favorite film. You heard it here first. (laughs) I think I combined ball and anime and ended up, yeah, that's what happened there. (laughs) So that's fun. But um, yeah, I love anime basketball. I just have, yeah, I've never seen a game in real life. I've never Mm -hmm. seen a game on TV. Mm -hmm. I have never, I don't, the Lakers, that's a team, right? (laughs) Yes. I should have said no just to stump you. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to mind was just tell you no. <laughs> and that's it. That's that's my knowledge of basketball. I, I don't, I can't name another team. Mm-hmm. I could name more. I'm just too lazy to. <laughs> this week's anime has absolutely rubbed off on me. Oh yeah, this week's anime is is mad chill vibes. It's halfway between... Time to go to bed because you're just so relaxed and pack your shit, get it in the car, I'm going on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, I'm so motivated to go camping, but then I remember I fucking hate camping. Do you? I love camping. You see, I like being outdoors. I love fires. Like, mm-hmm. I love building fires and hanging out. But as far as sleeping outdoors, fuck that shit, man. So you're more of a glamper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a fancy RV and I might. But even then, I'm really, You're a big I'm really dude, weird though. about where and I, I f- sleep. I feel like big dudes have a, an especially hard time camping because all of the equipment isn't really built for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, even RVs, if you're going to go that route, they have small tables, small chairs, you know, because they're designed to be compact, so everything is small. And when you're a beast of a person, it's, you, I, I could imagine you would feel quite cramped. Yeah, I need I need a special RV. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's primarily it for me. Yeah. How's your week been? What all have you gotten yourself into? Oh, not too much <coughs> to be honest. Uh, uh, trying to think, lots of work on on exciting projects and lots of progress on those fronts. Like like getting stuff done, getting ideas down, getting stuff in writing, which is so satisfying. You know, when you start seeing like pieces properly come together on something you've been working on for a while. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm only going to get more and more of that in the next coming weeks. So I'm stoked for some stuff that I'm going to be able to talk about pretty soon here. Um, so yeah, that's that's super exciting. The yeah. Odd Pod film is, is like pretty much out now, like nearly. So that's mm-hmm. super duper exciting. And... Yeah, I did some voice acting on that. I did some production work on that. So you did a cameo in it. I did. The podcast had a cameo the in podcast, that, actually. Yeah, the podcast had a it cameo It wasn't just me. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm making my big screen debut with my face. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I feel I've never felt so awkward in my life. <laughs> yeah, because <we>, <laughs> you had to film that during COVID restrictions, so. Well, not only that, but I'm like, it's just me... My face and my super adorable, but also super weeby Christmas sweater, like my anime Christmas sweater. Mm-hmm. It was a blast, though. It was fun. It was a good time. Yeah, and, and so I'm super excited for that. So it's just been a lot of work this week, but a lot of really good work. Mm-hmm. But Always good. I want to talk camping, because that's what we're dealing with today. So let's get it. Let's, like, let's talk camping. Yeah, camping. Camping is always fun. And also, I... I absolutely adored, like, the little nuances that they had for the show as well, like, with the pine cones. Like, they had some really informative stuff for camping and, like, how to camp safely and all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I was very interested in their equipment that they had in the anime because mm-hmm. it's very different to equipment that you see out here in North America specifically. And a lot of that is... I mean, like, is... campfire stands? I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. Yeah, no, I didn't know that was a thing either. And and I, I think a lot of that to do with is there's a... <coughs> <laughs> a lot of that is because of there's the fact that there's a cultural difference but mm-hmm. also a lot of it is just the fact that when you go camping in japan from what we have seen in this show it's all about being compact and small and lightweight because you're going camping in like on your moped or on a bike or hiking or you know it's much more like lightweight 
then mm-hmm. yeah, it's travel light rather than out here in North America, it tends to be travel heavy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were camping in winter and it was like five degrees for them. And I'm like, nah, I couldn't do that out here. No. Yeah. But at the same time, the stuff that they were making, I was like, oh, I want oh my it. God. Yeah. Yeah. And make sure there's hungry. so much stuff about the anime. I just want to talk about. Cause I know, I know. I want to get ready. Right there's into it. so much to speak about. There is. When did you first start going camping? What, how old were you? Uh, young, mm-hmm. like really young because yeah. my father likes to go fishing. Right. And so we would take fishing trips to campsites and we would just camp there, fish all day, make fires and grill out at night. And that's kind of whenever I got started making fires and Mm -hmm. everything else. I've been camping from a young age. It's just one of those things where it's the same with fishing. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't necessarily enjoy doing those things, but I'll do it for... My dad and my uncle, because that's what they enjoy doing. So if it gives them memories and gives me memories with them, then I don't mind to step out and do those things, even if it's not necessarily something that I myself enjoy. Yeah, that makes sense. I am the same as you in the fact that I've been camping for as long as I can remember. Like, I can't actually remember the first time I went camping. Mm -hmm. Um, I have some memories of camping when I was very, very young. I went to family camp with my brother when he was in Beavers, which is like in North America, you don't have Beavers, but in the UK, you have Beavers, Cubs, then Scouts, and Beavers are six. So you're like really small. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So when my brother was six, I was four and we went family camp. We went to family camp with him because obviously when you're six, they can't exactly take you out to go camping by yourself. (laughs) So you have a family camp. And Uh so that, like, I have memories of that, but I know that those weren't the first times that I went camping when my brother was in Beavers. I had already had experience camping under the age of four. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, (laughs) I don't know when I went. But then I I joined Beavers as well, and then Cubs, and then I was going to go into Scouts, but then we emigrated. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I love camping too. I hadn't been in an RV until we emigrated to Canada. And then a couple of years ago, my dad got a Volkswagen camper van. And now whenever we go, we take the van. And he got it mainly because of Leo at the time. Our our Bichon was probably about 15 when we got the van. Mm-hmm. And of course he wants to come camping. Like he's a dog. Dogs want to like go out and explore and stuff. But at 15 years old, he wasn't tent camping anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we, he, my dad had always wanted the Volkswagen anyways. And, and so we got it for Leo as well. And then uh, now, obviously, Leo has passed away, but we still have Cedar and Cedar is, is 12 now. And mm-hmm. uh, she's on the same path of like, she wants to go. She's a golden retriever. She wants to go out and experience all the fun stuff, but she just can't. So... We're going to take her more glamping in in the RV. But I will say it's glamping, but it's not glamping because you see it compared to all of these other RVs and the campsites. And it's like not even in comparison, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So here's here's a question. Are you going to take some of the things and ideas that you've gotten from this show and implement it in camping in the future? I... Yeah, I think probably I, I want to, I mean, certain things that I had seen just wouldn't be useful out here. Like the campfire stand, it, there's fire pits at every campsite, right? Mm-hmm. But like some of the cooking equipment and stuff like that, does that interest you at all? The Most of the stuff that I saw there with the cooking equipment, we already have. That little box one with the grill on top was really cute. Mm-hmm. I thought that that would be nice to have. But then again, it's like, I don't know, because the only reason why, because you have the big grills, you know, on the fire pits. Mm-hmm. So the only reason why you would want a little one would be if you can't have a fire in the big grill. But the only reason why you wouldn't be able to have a fire in the big grill is if there's a fire ban, in which case you can't have a fire at all. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I want to try some of their like foam mats, though. Their mats looked they're apparently, according to the anime, they were really comfortable. And yeah, they looked much more, I don't know, high tech than the ones that we have out here. Well, I mean, I know most people here, for one, don't think of putting a tarp under their tents. Yeah, you do and in the UK. if they do, they don't think of putting mats, like foam mats under your sleeping bag. Yeah, you do in the UK. My dad used to have some foam mats from when he was camping, but they were 
from the 80s. And by the time that I ever laid on them, they were so old that it was basically like lying on the ground, you know? There was no difference. And you put a tarp under your tent in the UK because the ground is always so wet. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's pretty commonplace in the UK. And and so then I can imagine in Japan, because it rains pretty much the same there, it is consistent. Out here in Canada or America, though, I I haven't seen anybody do that. Yeah, I haven't either. Mm -mm. So I guess it's just a cultural thing. Yeah, climate thing. But there's definitely, like, if dad ever decides to try to take us all camping or something again. Like, some of the cooking ideas I definitely want to take with me. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. just make hot pot out of fucking campsite and whatnot. Yeah, I do want to make hot pot. It sounds like such there. a fun idea. Yeah. It was funny, though. I was looking at their, like, iron skillet that they had, and I just look mm-hmm. over into my kitchen, and we've got three of them stacked on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love iron skillets, though. Oh, they're so useful. They make cooking so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we use them all the time. We have like nice frying pans, but we we like use the iron skillets more than anything. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna be the same way. Whenever I have my own kitchen to cook in, mm-hmm. iron skillets for everything. But also, my kitchen's gonna be like the most expensive part of the house. Yeah, you know what I want in my dream kitchen? Mm-hmm. I want temperature-controlled countertops. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, because when you're making bread, you obviously want a warm countertop to activate the yeast and make it rise nicely, right? And because I Mm -hmm. I tend to have cold hands, I I find that part of bread more difficult than my mom, who always has warm hands, and she can make bread and it just rises really nicely. And it's frustrating Mm -hmm. because my hands are so cold. But if I had temperature control countertops, then I could have a nice warm counter for the bread but then if you're making like puff pastry or something you don't want to melt the butter so you want a really cold countertop which is quite often why why you see like pastry chefs working with marble rolling pins because they're weighted and they're cold Mm -hmm. so um but yeah so then if you could have like a nice cold countertop then you could make nice flaky pastry and you wouldn't even have to worry about it so in my dream million dollar kitchen i'm gonna have temperature controlled countertops you know if everything works out in the end, at all of the far ends of our fancy dream ropes, mm-hmm. our kitchens are going to be so fucking expensive. Oh my god, yeah. They're going to be the, the most expensive parts of the house. You know what I learned recently that I thought was interesting? Hmm. So you know how we've been doing some, like, renos on the house? Uh-huh. Well, one of the renos that we were doing was that we had an old hot tub in the backyard that didn't work. The pipes had frozen over over winter and busted, and the hot tub had just, like, remained useless in the backyard for, you know, however many months on end. So we got a bunch of guys to come in and, and put it into a truck and take it to the tip, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so my mom was talking to her, like, realtor friend or whatever, and she's like, in theory, we're going to sell this house in the future at some point. Is it worth it to replace the hot tub? And the realtor said, actually, no. Hot tubs don't make any value difference in people that are going to look around and buy a house. If they have a hot tub in the back garden, it doesn't change a buyer's opinion 90% of the time. You know, I can see that. Yeah. Because typically the people that want a hot tub are already going to have a hot tub. Yeah. So I don't think that's necessarily going to make the value increase. And if it did make the value increase any, it would not be, it would not increase the amount of what the hot tub is worth. Yeah, well, that's what she was saying. She was like, uh, "If you're, if you're gonna, if you're, if you have ten grand to drop on a hot tub, invest it into something like the kitchen or the bathrooms because that will increase the price of the house way more than having the hot tub." Mm-hmm. So, like, get your plumbing changed, get a new boiler, get something like that, you know? Yeah. Now you see that that makes sense. Yeah. But also, it's Canada. Hot tubs would be nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so nice to get in a hot tub and then roll around in the snow and then get back in the hot tub. <laughs> That just sounds like they throw your body in a shock. I don't know. It's nice. People do it all the time. But yeah. You see, I know over Christmas, whenever I was house sitting for my aunt, I would just sit out in the hot tub with it being 32 degrees or even below freezing. I'd have the hot tub bumped up Mm -hmm. to 104 or whatever that equates to maple units. (laughs) I don't know, man. You can kind of learn the equivalence by now. You know, you would think I would too, but (laughs) fuck it. That's too much math. Right? Yeah. We're here to talk about anime, not math. Right? I don't want to talk about math anymore for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, you know when the last time I used the, Pythag- the, 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 fuck, the Pythagorean theorem? None. Yeah, no, I haven't been calculating my, my, the, the triangles. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm mad about, though? 
What? The fact that in Japan, according to the anime, their campsites, or like a vast amount, like a large amount of those campsites, have freaking onsen in them. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, but where is that here in Canada? The hot springs here in Canada cost an arm and a leg, okay? Why is this not like a thing? Why is it Why is it that I can't go camping and go to a, a bathhouse? This is ridiculous. Come on, Canada, step up your game. Yeah, Canada and the rest of the world, get some fucking hot springs and step yeah. up your shit. Yeah, stupid. I'm so mad at that. It is real stupid. Let's just let's just go to Japan, live at a bathhouse. <gasps> let's run a bathhouse. Oh, we could. But yeah, we could run a bathhouse that is like super acceptable to people with tattoos and foreigners and stuff. Because I know that's an Hell issue. Yeah. yeah, that a lot of a lot of foreigners face is that they're covered in tattoos and I mean it's not every bathhouse, there are a large amount of them that do let people with tattoos in, but it, it's something to do with like I can't remember. My brain went I was going to say something, so, and then it was like halfway through. My brain just died. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is we need to go to a really popular touristy area and just buy a bathhouse and then start accepting people that have, like, tattoos and foreigners and all that other fun stuff. Because mm-hmm. you shouldn't be discriminated for wanting to have pictures of stuff on your skin. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, um, yeah, we could do that and hire locals and stuff. I want to. Yeah. I want to. I want to own property in foreign places. Mm, I do as well. Because, I mean, especially owning a bathhouse, because that's kind of part of the touristy experience in Japan is wanting to go to a bathhouse or a hot spring and just kind of enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I really, I've been looking at this guy on YouTube who is living in the middle of nowhere in Australia. Mm-hmm. And he just owns like a chunk of land on a random island or like on the coast. I'm not really sure. And um, he just has like a... He's like five minutes away from the beach and he just drives out there and there is nobody around for miles. He's just in the middle of nowhere and he just gets on his boat and he goes um, spearfishing and he just like hangs out in the ocean and there's just turtles on his beach. There's just tiger sharks and and hammerheads and and freaking whales swimming by his boat, dolphins all the time. I'm just like, you live the dream, dude. Mm -hmm. And I'm mad at you. So can we also own a cat cafe while we're at it? I'm allergic to cats, but sure. Then a dog cafe. I will take that. I'm in. Yeah. Or a rabbit cafe. But the cafe part's going to be a maid cafe. Rabbit maid dog cat cafe. This sounds like it's going to spiral out of control really quickly. Let's buy a zoo. Sure. Why not? (laughs) Fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Could you imagine the two of us trying to run a zoo? (laughs) This podcast already is a zoo as it is. Oh my god, yeah. We're the two last people that need to be running any sort of business, and yet here we are. <laughs> I know. I know. I I just want... You know what I want? What? I want a little cottage. And I'm not quite sure where yet. Somewhere in Europe. I want a little cottage somewhere in Europe. Maybe, like, Italy would be really nice, or, or south of France or something. And uh-huh. I want vines growing up the side of it. I want a, a little small garden in the front with some little flower patches. And mm-hmm. um, and a small garden in the back. Like, nothing big, just, like, some vegetables and, you know. It doesn't even really need much lawn, you know? Mm-hmm. And a big <clears throat> apple tree or something from my childhood. And then I want a place out here for my parents. Mm-hmm. And then I would really, like, I don't know, like, I probably have to have somewhere in the city for work. So I could get, like, a, a condo or something and my brother can live there. He can, mm-hmm. he can watch over the place. And then... Because I'm greedy, I want a, a a place in Japan and a place in Australia, and then I'm good. Then so, I've made it. <laughs> I will take your place in Japan, but I want it in a little cottage out to where you can overlook Mount Fuji, like we had in this anime. Okay. I want it. I want it so bad. Okay, so I will own the cottage. You can then maintain it while you're there, and then I'll just come visit and just drop on the doorstep every now and again. That works. Yeah. Podcast live from even further the fuck away than before. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Those are just like dream things. You know when you're like, ah, I love I love just picturing what life could look like. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm right there with you. And especially watching stuff like this, it that's been you. like the main thing that's been in my head all week because I started this back on Saturday, I think. Yeah. That's been like the running theme through my head of I I really want life like this just to be able to just pack up and go explore yeah yeah i'm i'm getting that vibe of like just buy a moped you've got some hiking backpacks 
grab one of those, shovel your camping shit in it. You got it. Like I own everything. <laughs> I'm good. Get on your moped and just go, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm getting that vibe. I know. 100%. And I've done it a couple times before. So I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past myself to just, to, to do that now. Now I've been bitten by the bug. I've, I've done it a couple times before. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if I did it again in between my time here and, and before, because I'm looking at moving in um, after summer in autumn. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think between now and then there's a chance that, and because I'm out here in Canada, I don't have to worry about any of the COVID shit, you know, because I'm right. just in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. Which is great. Do it. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, I might do. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Have to wait for all the campsites to open up yet, though. It's still too cold outside. Yeah. I mean, by that point, it will be warm enough. Yep. Yeah, I want to go whitewater <clears throat> rafting again. That's so much fun. You do that. Not for me. <laughs> really? Have you not gone? The second, because I was going to go, mm-hmm. I get to the area where they're giving us the whole spiel. Mm-hmm. The second they brought up the word die, <laughs> I was like, fuck this shit. I'm out. So you're not much of an adrenaline junkie then? No. I'm a huge adrenaline junkie. I won't even go skydiving. Oh, uh, whitewater rafting, I actually, no, skydiving is probably safer than whitewater rafting. Yeah, I would say more people probably die every year whitewater rafting than they do uh, fucking... Skydiving. But in both yes, instances, you should be with a professional, right? Like, you're you're with someone who has done that particular thing so many times that they could do it in their sleep and be fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're wearing, like, life jacket and a helmet... And you're like, I've, I've gone, I've gone multiple times, like a fair few times and I've never f- seen anybody fall out or I haven't, like, I haven't fallen out. Mm. They're really good about it. And the safety, the safety instructions are really clear and, and simple. I don't know. And the routes that you take when you're a beginner are pretty chill in comparison. You see, ours around here aren't. It's a very rocky river. Yeah. And so it's kind of easy to get thrown. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Because I've gone in like spring here in Canada with the runoffs from the, the mountain runoff. Uh-huh. And yeah, that wasn't that wasn't so bad up in the mountains. But mm-hmm. then I guess, I don't know, maybe I just went on a good day. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, I want to go camping. I like that chair that she has. Mm-hmm. Oh, that chair is really nice. Yeah. Yeah, because the chairs that you have here are just like the accordion ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they're pretty bulky. And hers look like they it compacted really small. Mm-hmm. I always get so cold in those chairs, though. Your butt gets cold because you got, like, blankets over the top of you and then just the thin layer of the chair behind you. And you're facing mm-hmm. the fire, right? So yeah, but those look, cold. like, slightly insulated because it's more of a fabric than just a piece of plastic. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it'd be slightly warmer or at least more comfy. Mm-hmm. So shall we shall we get into some news before we just get absolutely enthralled in our topic yes. for this week? Yeah, let's. So first piece of news. Attack on Titan episode 73 has been postponed until the day that this episode drops due to the earthquake in Japan. Ah! Yeah, so it got pushed back from this past Sunday until the day that this episode drops due to that. However, instead of postponing the following week's episode, or the episode's supposed to come out this week, they're just going to release it one right after the other. Oh, okay, so doing a a double release. (laughs) Yeah, we get a... Double episode week of Attack on Titan. Yeah, which and I'm interesting. I'm interested to see where this is going to go because I know I talked about this last week, but shit has kicked off, man. Yeah, I was going to say they left you. You said they were, they left you on like a pretty dramatic moment. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they really did. I I can't even speak about it just because I'm so. I mean, for one, it's major spoilers across the board, but two, yeah, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so double double dose of Attack on Titan this week. And then, so the major piece of news this week, and it's the piece of news that we all, or at least those of us in North America, have been waiting for. Mm-hmm. We're finally getting Demon Slayer. When? April 23rd is when it's officially hitting North American theaters. Oh, cool. Okay. So in a little over a month, we're finally getting it. And I'm so excited. Yeah. So... Pre-order info is going to be available on April 6th. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to be sitting on Funimation's website just constantly refreshing the page until I get it. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm going to end up renting out like a whole row just for me and all of my friends to be able to go watch it. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Also, on top of that, the digital release for it is going to be coming out on June 22nd. So for those that are unable 
to go see it in theaters or don't feel comfortable because of COVID, you'll have your opportunity to either rent it or own it. Probably own it first for at least a month or two, but at least be available on all digital platforms like Google Play, Apple, Amazon, all that fun stuff. Yeah. That's it. That's all the news I got. That is, wait, that's really exciting. That is really, really exciting. Um, I'm sorry to hear about the earthquake. That sucks. But like, hope everyone's good. I know Japan gets gets a lot of them. So mm-hmm. yeah. I know I haven't seen Janessa. Like I didn't see her post anything about it. So I don't suppose it was too severe, at least not where she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only ever been in one earthquake and it was weird. It's a weird experience. We get them here every now and then, but typically they happen at night whenever most people are asleep. Mm-hmm. I know we got them a decent bit whenever I was in school because I'd go to school and everybody would be like, oh, did you feel the earthquake? And I'm like, no. <laughs> you you people feel earthquakes? I'm too busy gaming. <laughs> what that is vibration it? could just be my controller. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, the earthquake that I experienced wasn't actually an earthquake. It was like a, a fragging thing. I don't know. It was like some crack in the ice, the frozen soil or something that happened because of some kind of, I don't know thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. i I don't know what happened but it wasn't technically like tectonic plates moving that shook the earth but it was the same effect as an earthquake um Hmm. interesting yeah and it was really weird and i i mean it was yeah it was just like one of the because in canada or at least where i am in canada they don't happen because we're right in the middle of the tectonic plate like there is if anything's gonna happen here it's yellowstone exploding you know Mm -hmm. yeah and so yeah, it was just, it was one of those things of like, I don't know what's happening because this doesn't happen here. So it, it didn't mm-hmm. occur to me to think that that's what it was. Yeah. And then it wasn't it, an earthquake anyway. So there you go. But, <laughs> but it was, but it wasn't. I don't know. It was just, yeah, it's just an unusual moment in time. Mm-hmm. But camping. Yeah, camping. So Laid Back Camp is a slice of life anime. It's also a manga. It was written by Afro, and it's it's still currently running. It was made, or it originally started running in July of 2015, is running to today for a total of 11 volumes. Mm-hmm. Part of me really wants to read this manga. Yeah, me too. I think it would be a great time. Yeah, I think it's really chill. Interestingly enough, this is rated a PG-13. I guess for the alcohol? Yeah, I'd say probably the alcohol. Okay. I was like, I don't, I couldn't really think of anything in it that that would rate it that high, because I would have put it at a PG, but yeah, the the alcohol, I guess, yeah. Yeah, because alcohol was mentioned quite a few times. Mm-hmm. It was only like once or twice, I'd say probably PG, but because of the amount that was being drunk in the anime <laughs> and everything else going on, yeah, I would, I could see a PG-13 rating. Yeah. And speaking of the series, so it was directed by... Yoshiaki Koyugoku, mm-hmm. and they have done episode directing for Rim Camp and Star Mew, and they've also done 12 episodes of Kurokonobasuke. Ah! And then the studio is Sea Station, and they also did the Star Mew that I spoke about earlier, mm-hmm. and Dragon R Academy, and... Hakyu Hoshin Engi. Mm-hmm. I've heard of none of those. No, I'm not familiar. But apparently they've done a, a Kame Ga Kill Theater OVA with White Fox. Ah, okay. So that's the only one out of that bunch that I know. Mm-hmm. So the original run started in January of 2018 and is still going to this day for a total of 22 episodes and three OVAs. Yeah, yeah. There's ten episodes out so far of the second season, right? I think so. It's still currently going. <laughs> so part of me really wants to keep get watching. Caught up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this anime, Layback Camp, is based around a young, well, high school age girl named Rin, who has been solo camping since she was in middle school for for quite a while. And she just enjoys, like, that's her alone time, is just going out. She goes during the winter so that there's no tourists or anything. And she just hangs out and does some silly camping. When one day she happens upon a crazy, hyperactive puppy of a human being, Nadeshiko. And uh, she, they end up going on, like, a little quick adventure together. And then um, bumping into each other again at uh, when they realize that they go to the same high school in the the beginning of the next year. 
So it's then kind of like Rin and the outdoor club going on little adventures together. It's all based around camping. There's food in it. So if you're watching it on an empty stomach, I do not recommend. Bring snacks. Uh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's it's one of those animes. It's super, super, super comfy. I don't recommend binging it because it's, it's one of those ones where you just want to watch one or two episodes before you go to bed and it chills you out. Or like when you wake up in the morning, I can imagine <coughs> watching one when you're still like bleary eyed and blinking in the morning, having one with a hot cup of coffee and then feeling like you want to go on like so many adventures for that day. I feel like it's one of those animes where you want to be kind of cozy and and sweet and chilled out but it does also give you this element of wanting to go outside and explore mm-hmm. and yeah that's pretty much it to be honest it's really nothing special uh, plot wise it's just a group it's of- a whole lot of camping like it's yeah we're gonna throw on spoiler chicken hats, but are we really spoiler chicken hatting anything? Yeah, there's, with the show? <laughs> there's nothing to spoil. It's just a group of girls go camping every episode. Yeah, it's <laughs> so spoiler chicken hats. Just so we can go ahead and start gushing and discussing the show. It's so just good, because that's, Yeah, yeah, it's it was a really good time. It is so good. So yeah. First thing to talk about, because it's the first thing that caught my eye and continued to catch my eye throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to show off the fucking background artists on the show. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Some of the, just all of the background art on this was some of the most beautiful work that I have ever seen in anime. There was so, there was so much good, good background work. And so, it was so interesting to see the way that they did Mount Fuji consistently throughout the show, because obviously they're camping around mm-hmm. Mount Fuji the whole time. But how yeah. each time they showed it, they made it, like they kept, it didn't get boring to look at a picture of the mm-hmm. same mountain, you know? <laughs> yeah, they just continued. They changed it up to suit the narrative of what was going on around it. Yeah. The lighting effects that they put on it was just always stunning. Everything that they did... From the shops, like, nothing about the scenery got boring throughout the entire show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was so good. It's so it's so good. And I really liked, specifically the shots that stick to, in my brain, are the Mount Fuji shot where the sun is coming off of the right-hand side. And it's, like, sunrise on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the nighttime shots with the lake and the town. You see, that one was the nighttime shot whenever it was reflected in the lake. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then the one earlier on, whenever they had a lake that was specifically for seeing Mount Fuji upside down, Mm -hmm. that was really nifty. And then the sunset one, whenever it turned Mount Fuji pink. Oh, yeah, right towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was so pretty. Mm -hmm. I actually really like the, um, because quite a lot of those shots are, are still shots or like they're just panning. Whereas there's the shot of Nadeshiko rowing across with her her belongings across the lake. And that, Mm. in my mind, also sticks as being really, really pretty. Yeah. And the one where um, she's in the photo and Rin is taking the photo of her taking the photo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's also really pretty. That was really pretty. Yeah. And then the character work for all the characters was adorable as well. Yeah, so cute. Then the little dog... Yeah, all the dogs. There's, there's dogs throughout this anime, and I love yeah, them. Yeah, it's the most dogs we've ever seen in Yeah, there's probably at least before. six different dogs showed throughout this anime. At the very least. Yeah. They're all so cute. And the food mm-hmm. looks so good. Oh, the food looked absolutely amazing. I just wanted to eat all of it. I've never wanted so much curry and hot pot in my life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the OP and ED OP and were ED just are my wonderful. favorite so far. I, the, the OP is up there with Tanaka Kun's OP for me. But the OP ED mm-hmm. combination, this is my favorite OP ED combination of anything that we have watched to date. Ooh, that's. I hope ReZero changes your mind we'll see. for season two. We'll see. But not just that, the background music and the little, like, yeah, the, the complimentary music to the entire show with the flute and the mm-hmm. fiddle throughout the whole thing. It's mystical, mm-hmm. it's magical, it's renaissance, and I love it. Oh yeah, like, there was nothing that detracted from the show at all. No, it's so like, good. None of it just really, st- now granted, the OP and ED stood out, because that's what OPs and EDs are designed to do. Mm-hmm. 
but everything else just kind of blended in so nicely to where it didn't detract no, it from anything going everything. on. Yeah. Yeah, it was so, so nice. There wasn't a, bu- uh, a boring moment throughout the entire show, even though it's so laid back as it is. <laughs> it's laid back. and Yeah, I I never got bored no, through any of it no. at all. Like, it was just such a fun watch. Now, granted, it's super hard to binge. Agreed. Like, I found myself getting distracted Yeah, a lot, but that's not the show's fault. It's just like, that it's I really not... enjoy the show. It's just I had to take a break after every episode. It's, yeah. Because, like, I just felt so lackadaisical after of it, I guess is the word for it. Yeah, agreed. It's just one of those things where it zens you out and chills you out and then sets mm-hmm. you up to then go do shit. And, of course, if you're watching multiple episodes at a time, when it sets you up to go do shit, you don't want to watch another chill out zen episode you know mm-hmm. i really want to find a long version of that ed because just that guitar picking mm-hmm. was just so soothing yeah like i could fall asleep to that every night yeah. like oh my goodness they were both so and so then the good. running joke with the fucking pine coats yeah and the little um after ed skits mm-hmm. they were really i liked those a lot it was, it's just such a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the story of the show is literally every episode is a new camping adventure. <laughs> there wasn't anything. Like, I expected in the last couple of episodes, just because anime being anime, like one of the girls to get lost, and they're going to go on a search party. But no, nope. like they blew like, that out of the water too. Yeah, no, there's no twist at the ending. There's no um, crazy, every, they're consistent though. The storyline is consistent and has a, um, linear plotline, like it's it's not like a. I wouldn't even say it's like K on where it. Some of them are consistent and some of them are random. I'd say the whole thing is really linear. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just one whole, and it all takes place in the span of like two months. Yeah, November through December. Yeah, it's like every weekend is an episode to where they're all just constantly going camping. <laughs> just the whole group of five or primary four, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and and such a blast. So, and I am intrigued about Grandpa. Mm-hmm. I want to. I hope we get more of Grandpa in season two. Yeah, me too. Although Grandpa first getting introduced whenever he was giving Chiaki me, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was going to like take a curveball out of left field. Yeah. But then he's just like, whenever he just locks eyes with her and she just hides behind a tree and he goes, "Want some meat?" <laughs> I lost it. Like, I I spent so much of the show just laughing. And it was like audible bursts. Like, it would just catch me off guard yeah. to where I'd just be cackling to myself. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's really cute. I, I, I just, it's just happy. It's just good vibes. Mm-hmm. The whole show is just good vibes. Yeah. And I can absolutely appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Nadeshiko is probably best girl. Yeah. Yeah. That- just because, like, she's mood the entire time. Like, the amount of food and everything she wants. Oh, my God, yeah, mood. that girl can eat. Oh, and... That's, like, Dragon Ball layers of stomach. Oh, yeah. And, um... I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> just the fact that she's introduced by having fallen asleep outdoors on a bench for hours. In, like, five degrees Celsius weather. <laughs> yeah. In a new place that she's unfamiliar with. Yeah, like, she just fell asleep on a park bench. And then Reen, like, goes to use the bathroom, and she's conked out on the concrete in the most uncomfortable position that I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh. Like, just, oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. And, um, uh, Sakura, the sister? Mm-hmm. She's great, too. She was a really good supporting character. Mm-hmm. She was. I like the fact that, I like how that scene where they're all eating dinner together as a family and her reaction is so different from everybody else's. Yeah, it's just like, that's just her personality. I feel like that would be me. Yeah. Like, I related with that so hard just because apparently I have a permanent resting case of bitch face. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that would that would just be me. Mm-hmm. I just want some hot pot. <laughs> and Chiaki with her um, threatening behavior all the time. Those texts, oh my god, the texts throughout were... Oh, I was about to break up the texts. Yeah. The texts were some of my favorite parts of the show. It's so good. It's it, 
the the conversations between them are so conversations that you have with friends. Like I've sent an assassin <laughs> your way. The assassin's her dog running to the campsite. Like it's it's so good. I feel like that's the kind of shit that you and I would do with one another. 100%. My favorite, I love, I love, love, love when people are just like, um, it, with like, what, it was that scene where she was going in to, she was going into the camping store for the first time and the other two are like, this is it. This is the, the challenge of your life. Did you save your game before you go in? <laughs> Oh, it's so fun. And it's it's so realistic, those conversations, mm-hmm. those texts, the, those moments, because you do that. You, you shit around with your friends like that. And, and it's great to see that, that just those moments like depicted in, in anime. I feel like we've all been there. Oh, yeah. 100%. It was it's just such a blast yeah. to sit back and enjoy it. I, I don't have anything bad to say at all. No. Like, I realized it was going to be cozy going into it. I loved all the memes and gifts that I've had saved on my phone for ages mm-hmm. have finally come to fruition. That scene of her, whatever the, of Reen, whenever the dogs start chasing her and the one stops and then she smirks and then gets tackled <laughs> by the other. Yeah. I've seen that gif for ages. Mm-hmm. And we finally get to see it in person. I was like, oh my god, I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. I want... It's just so much to love. Yeah. I highly recommend. It's... Uh, oh yeah. Highly, 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 highly recommend. It's... I personally... I can understand why they rated it PG-13, but I see it as for all ages. Oh, 100%. Like, it doesn't matter what age group you are. I don't care. Watch it. It's, it's so a good. laugh. It's a great time. It's cozy. Don't mind, don't mind the drunk. (laughs) Oh my God, I was so confused because I initially thought that her sister was, that Sensei's sister was a girl. And then when she said, oh, such a cute couple, I was like, okay, cool. And then, then they said that she was a boy and then I got confused. And then later on I found out she is a girl and I was like, okay, what? My brain. (laughs) Because in my mind, they were two girls from, from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I thought. I was just like, aw, lovely people out camping, and then they're swapping food. Yeah, How adorable. Yeah, that was such a cute moment. But I knew they weren't a couple from the get-go, no. because that's just, the show wasn't setting up anything like that. No. Especially since they made that assumption off the get-go. I was like, no, there's no way. Yeah, definitely not then. It always blast. But you know what the bad part about it is? What? I don't know what to rate this. It's really difficult because it's not, you don't have any, like, emotional challenges that you have to go through. Yeah, like, part of me wants to rate it a nine or above. Mm-hmm. But then there's another part of me that's just like, but is it really worth a nine? So I, I say yes, in my opinion. I'm voting it a nine because it wouldn't be as comfortable as it is if it wasn't well made. Mm-hmm. And it's so well made. Like, there's nothing that detracts from it. Mm-hmm. But it, I'm not emotionally invested enough to give it a 10. And maybe that's the reason why I'm fighting over a 9. Yeah. It's because I feel like at least at a 9, I'm starting to get emotionally invested. Yeah. I... And maybe part of me is because I immediately wanted to start season 2, but I haven't... I just haven't yet because that's way too much watching. Yeah. I'm emotionally invested. I'm emotionally invested in the characters, but not for the same way that I would be for like characters from like Yule and April or something, because I don't mm-hmm. have a uh, like a empathetic emotional connection with them. I just they make me happy, and it's like watching mm-hmm. puppies. You know, I yeah. want to watch it because they're they're it's cute and it makes me happy and it makes me laugh, and I feel like comedy is just as difficult, if not more difficult, to depict properly than romance or, like, tragedy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't- I feel like it's a nine. I don't f- feel like because it's so chill that it shouldn't be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Since that's the first thing that came to mind, I'm gonna give it a nine. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, there's part of me that's, like, really leaning towards an eight and a half, but then I'm like- 
I feel like an eight and a half is kind of a disgrace, though. I don't know. I'm so torn over it. <laughs> but there was so much stuff that was so good. Like, the music was amazing. The OP and EDs were perfect. The end little scenes were hilarious. The characters, there's not mm. a bad character in the show. Even the really, really, really supporting characters, like the dad that appears for one scene, you know, were mm-hmm. funny and relatable and interesting and i i'm curious about the next season i'm curious about several characters that have continuously popped up because the the sister that um she popped up again to buy that winter camping magazine and i feel like that might have been a hint to something in the future grandpa needs more information on him we need more information the other girls need to find out that like um chika needs to find out that the man that she got the meat off of is ring's granddad that needs to happen mm-hmm the puppies, there's dogs all throughout it. <laughs> the artwork, incredible. Yeah, artwork, incredible. Food, incredible. It teaches you something. The only reason why I'm not giving it a 10 is because of the things that they teach you. Sometimes I found them a little tedious because I already knew that information. Mm-hmm. But other than that, Stella. Oh yeah, great anime. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Not 10 out of 10, but you get my point. <laughs> 10 out of 10 10, out of 10 on the highly recommend yeah. scale. Nine out of ten for overall. Yeah. There we go. Big break. Mm-hmm. I'm really stoked to see the second season. I'm going to take a break from it, though. Wait for second season to come out. Uh, the last two episodes. I don't actually know if it's two core or one core. I assume one core. I assume it's one core as well. I will. i tell you what. I'll throw it at the end of the schedule. Yeah. and uh... So that way we'll get to it during summer. That way, you know, it might make us want to go summer camping. Yeah. Um, I think that might be what what the next season is is them summer camping or at least spring camping so hell yeah there we go yeah i don't know it's really cool i enjoyed it so much i enjoyed it so much as well this is definitely the coziest anime that we've ever watched and it's almost weird to say but it's one of the most enjoyable watches that i've had since starting the podcast yeah but it's enjoyable for so many different reasons. Like, it's not one of those to where you're just gripped from beginning to end. It's just, you just want to watch it and just feel warmth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still mad about the hot, hot springs thing, though. I'm mad that Reen got denied the hot springs. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. Her journey over the mountain was just one setback after I know, another. I Oh, and the faces and everything. We're just so reminiscent of other stuff we've watched. The blank stares. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just slapstick comedy at its finest, and I love it so It's so, so much. good. It's so, so good. And I want to- Comedy, I can give a 10 out of 10. Yeah, I want to go to that camping store, the outdoor store. It looked so cool. I enjoy camping stores. Like, they're nifty to go in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. I like how you can also, most of the time, take your dogs in to the stores. That's great. Mm-hmm. I like how more stores are becoming more doggo accessible. Yeah, me too. I like how um, in a lot of like tourism towns here in Canada, I, in like Golden, in BC, in Canmore, in Banff, in a lot of those like really touristy places in the mountains, mm-hmm. you can like the stores have like dog bowls for filled with water and stuff outside of their stores, and then they'll have like signs being like. Pets in uh, are, are cool to come in, and or pets are not allowed in, but you can sit outside, or you know. Yeah. And they're all they're all super accessible for it. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. What else was really good about the show? <laughs> the, the beginning of episode twelve, where uh, it's it's her dreaming about what the future looks like, and she's in a freaking flying <laughs> tent. Well, you see, it's weird because I took a break between episodes eleven and twelve, and then I came back. To finish episode 12, like, an hour and a half before we sat down to record this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, excuse me, did I fucking miss something? (laughs) Like, I completely forgot. I was like, why are they adults? And then it gets to where it's just uh, Narashiko's imagination. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But the fact that she's coming in in a fucking flying tent. The fact that... All of her other friends just seem like mediocre people. And then they're all bragging about the fact that she's this CEO of this company and, and has created this ultimate camping gear. She flies it on a tent and then you find out that it's her dream. But not only that, but even if that were real, take away the fact that it was a dream. That would make sense because that's just anime 101. Yeah. That was the part, like it was so within reason that I could 100% see it being real until she came in on a flying tit. And then I was like, okay, fuck it. It's not real anymore. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. There's so much. Just go watch it. Like, we could sit here and gush about it like we did with Tanaka Kun and other things. Just, just go watch it. It really is on Tanaka Kun's level. Oh, definitely. Maybe not as much comedy. No. But it's on the same vibes of it's rewatchable. Oh, yeah. Like, it's definitely something I could revisit down the road if I want to turn something on to go to bed. Like, especially if there's a dub. I could turn a dub on and go to bed to it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those. I'm gonna have to hunt it down now. Yeah, it's a rainy day show. You know, it's it's when it's oh, gloomy 100%. and cold outside. They're cold with you, so you can just sit down mm-hmm. and be cold together and eat food. <laughs> I'm disappointed we didn't get to this during winter. I know. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's still winter for yeah. you, but you know, it's the melt though. It, it is melting right now. Yeah, poor Bean, <laughs> or very happy Bean. Yeah, very happy then Cut very to miserable. Enjoy the melt. <laughs> yeah, Bean did not look happy. Well. First photo, very happy. Second photo, uh-uh. I know, yeah. She, We took her to the dog park today, to the off-leash dog park. And it was pretty quiet, so she just got to run around chasing a tennis ball for like an hour. Mm-hmm. And uh, she loved it. She had the best time. But when we got her home, the top half of her was still golden retriever colored, but the bottom half of her was very much not. She was black from the bottom <laughs> down. And uh, so she went into the bathtub immediately and luckily we have uh, one of those shower heads that like got this section that you can like pull down and use as like a spray thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so yeah i just i just got in the tub with her i was like I, i'm not gonna avoid being dry here so i'm just getting in <laughs> and i gave her a bath and she was so mad at me and i didn't even get her fully clean because she started whining after a bit and i was like okay fine you're mostly clean you know, so good, good enough. Good. I'll give you another bath later. Yeah, it's good enough. I was like, because she had some clumps of dirt in her feathers, and so I was like, well, when you dry, we can brush those out or something. And uh, and yeah. since then, she got cold, so we had to put a hoodie on her. <laughs> Why did I not get hoodie photos? She might still be wearing it. If she's still wearing it, then I will take a picture of her in her hoodie. And it says, um, it's a dog hoodie, and on the back of it, it says, um, "Stop trying to make fetch happen." <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you want to see bean pictures you can find her on instagram yeah the best tilly yeah. bean speaking of finding us on places you can find blue at twitch.tv forward slash blue lavender and her own personal instagram where she does art update thing he's at blue lavender sdm mm-hmm. yeah and also there's there's a twitter where she posts stream updates but that's about it but since she's not streaming at the moment Instagram for art. Yeah, yeah, I'm mainly on Instagram right now. That is my main platform. Maybe I'll I'll step up my Twitter game. I've got some more projects and stuff in the future, so I probably need to. But, you know, <laughs> we'll I'm, see. I'm trying to step up the Twitter game for the podcast, but I forget. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm, I'm rubbish at it. But, yeah, if you want to see podcast stuff, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at BNB Anime. We're BNB Anime on all of our socials, so we're super easy to find. Find, But Brad, with me here, also does some stuff on his lonesome, where he's on Twitch. What? <laughs> I don't exist solely in this realm and elsewhere? <laughs> what what sort of new shenanigan is this? Why am I just being enlightened of this? What is life? No, you only Life is like some sort of... On the podcast. Life is like a... Yeah, life is a fabric of imagination. It is. It is. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find him on Twitch at Brad Carter Gaming, Twitch.tv slash Brad Carter Gaming. You can find him on Instagram under the same handle. Super easy. Nice and uh, consistent. Unlike me. <laughs> And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, we have a YouTube channel where we post all of our podcast episodes. And very soon, I'm going to be uploading as well some little extra bits, things that have been cut out of the episodes because they've ran too long, bonus segments, yets things that we just didn't include for whatever reason. And I'm going to be uploading those little clips onto the YouTube channel as well, so get hyped for that. We also have a website. We're on our website. We have all of our links to all of your favorite listening platforms. So if you want to figure out where you can listen to us and what you can download it on, it's easy enough to find on the website at www.bnbanime.com. On the website, we also have fun things like behind the scenes information on the pair of us, 
projects that we've worked on in the past, art stuff if you're interested in what Brad does for his art or what I did with my art, or uh, friends of the podcast are all linked on there as well. So if you're curious about who we know and what they know, you can go on there and do some digging. And yeah, all of our episodes are also on there, completely downloadable right on the website. So thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, we are going to take a deep dive down a rabbit hole that I have never went down before. The original Fruits Basket. Yeah. I'm excited, but I know it's one of those to where, like, if we don't like it, we got to tiptoe a little bit. Because Fruits <laughs> Basket's one of those, like, novelty animes that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. I know... It's going to be interesting to see how we like it without having the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen absolutely none of it. I have friends that absolutely love the show. Mm-hmm. And I have one friend that's begging me to watch it dubbed. Mm-hmm. And apparently the same dub cast returns for the newer stuff as well. Yeah. So if I start it dubbed now, I'm going to have to watch it dubbed if we eventually cover the new stuff. And with the new season coming out, we're going to have to do that as well at some point. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm looking forward to it just because I'm excited to see what all the hype is about. Mm-hmm. Although I hope it's not been overhyped. Yeah, I've seen some of the first season of the new stuff, but uh, I was watching it week to week at the time, and we all know how that works for me. So I dropped off probably around episode six. Yeah, you're still probably what three weeks behind on Doctor Stone. Uh huh. Yep. So mate. I'm- <laughs> I'm absolutely rubbish at watching stuff week to week. It just doesn't stick in my brain and I'm not good at it. So I'm I'm really intrigued to watch the original and then go back, rewatch those episodes that I have watched and continue on of the remake. And yeah, I kind of know more about it than you do because of watching those episodes, but I don't really know anything about where the plotline goes. I was still kind of in the establishment phase. Yeah, well, not only that, but apparently the new Fruits Basket was like a reboot. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if they Full Metal alchemist it or what route they took with it. But either way, I'm interested to see where it goes and just see if it lives up to the hype. Yeah. I know the visuals on it are very pretty. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have to go off of. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But until then, we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye.